Welcome to Property Nomads. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to the fact that the UK is no longer a world leader on climate change, according to the Climate Change Committee. Do you know what I say to that? Good. I'll tell you why I think that's very good for the rest of us in a minute. But before we do that, just so you know, our friends at Progressive Property are hosting a service accommodation discovery day. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the screen. Tuesday, the 11th of July, it's between 9am and 1pm, so four hours. It's hosted by Kevin Paneskis. He's been doing service accommodation for quite a while after serving in the British Army for 24 years. Service accommodation is one of the hottest property techniques or strategies at the moment, certainly if, you know, with the likes of Airbnb, Booking.com, and a lot of people doing staycations in the UK. This seminar will teach you how to get started. Things that you could do to take the next steps to being a serviced accommodation investor. So that is Tuesday, the 11th of July, between 9am and 1pm. It's in Peterborough, hosted by Kevin Paneskis. We highly recommend you go. We've done it before and it's packed full of great information. A link is in the show notes on YouTube or if you're in a podcast, then uh, yeah, go to the show notes there. Link is there as well. Back to the Climate Change Committee saying the UK is no longer a world leader on climate change. Oh, dear God, it's the end of the world. Sarcasm. Government backing for new oil and coal, airport expansion plans and slow progress on heat pumps show that the UK has lost its leadership on climate issues. A watchdog, a government watchdog warned. Oh, my God, it's chaos. It's the end of the world. We're not going to save the planet. Oh, well, no, we're going against climate change. Good. Absolutely fantastic. I say that's a really good thing. And, you know, Rob, you're probably thinking, Rob, you're being really sarcastic here today. Why? Why are you? being like that simply because this is all a big bunch of nonsense it really is we've got other things that are more important going on at the moment on our wonderful little island that we have we've got thames water uh, a lot of water companies not just thames water but you know they're on the verge of being going bankrupt in fact by the time this episode comes out they might have already gone bankrupt i don't know we've got water companies that are pumping crap into every body of water that you can think of lakes seas rivers and yet you and i have to foot the bill through paying water bills which again doesn't seem to go anywhere so the issue with the public sector is that you almost need the private element of the public sector to do its job properly and what i mean by that is having been at brighton university over the years Anyone that's been in and around the University of Brighton uh, would have noticed massive changes over the last 10, 15 years. There's been a lot of new buildings being built, a lot of new uh, student accommodation and regular accommodation as well. Why has that happened? Because the geniuses at Brighton University decided to put the business school at the forefront of their business strategy and accommodation strategy. Voila. Funnily enough, things are getting done and it's probably for the better. With a lot of bodies like Thames Water and Southern Water and whatnot, when you put absolute numpties in charge, 
and you expect that what do you expect and at the end of the day sad thing is that it's going to be the taxpayer that ultimately bails them out for their complete and utter misguidance and misjudgment on things and activities so you and I end up footing the bill for all of this, rightly or wrongly. This is why there's an urge, certainly for myself, you know, Aaron as well and other people that, you know, to either get out of the country or spend as much time as possible traveling around, experiencing other places, because we don't want to foot the bill for this. But ultimately, you and I will probably have to foot the bill for this through other people's stupidity. So when a government watchdog warns that government backing for new coal and oil and airport expansion plans and slow progress on heat pumps show that the UK has lost its leadership on climate issues. I say good, because there's other things that really are more important at the moment that we need to get sorted out. 100%, we need to get a lot of other things sorted out on this wonderful island of ours. Climate change, to be honest, isn't one of them. We need energy security. We don't or, and cannot simply go in with this reliance of solar energy and wind energy and saying that's going to that's going to solve everything that's going to save us because it's not you need your base energy in order to then have your solar and wind and other forms of energy to, to supplement it now the base energy as we've said on previous podcast episodes or certainly our youtube channel go and check out our youtube channel if you listen to this on on the podcast platform you need the baseload energy in order to have the others as supplements. Now, the baseload energy that the UK has got at the moment is predominantly oil, coal, some form of gas. And we're starting to put nuclear in. We need to put more nuclear in. But as you and I know, trying to get anything done in this country it is an absolute quagmire sometimes. It's a pain in the backside. There's too much bureaucracy involved. So in order to get more nuclear plants up and running, because that is what is needed to provide the baseload energy for then the UK to go cleaner. We need to be able to put nuclear plants in. Now, because of the way this country set up, that's easier said than done. You try putting a nuclear plant in, you're going to upset someone somewhere. And that means all the level of bureaucracy that we've got. It means it's going to be very difficult to get it done. That's, that is the biggest issue that we have. We can identify places in Suffolk or down in Somerset. And, you know, the government should be able to go in and go, this is for the greater good of the UK, national security, national energy infrastructure. We need to get this done. Let's get it done. But of course, you know, Mr. Jones down the road with his, with his dog who likes this particular brand of butterfly or species of butterfly, I should say, will kick up a fuss and that will go against planning. And then the whole thing's got to be discussed. And then the climate eco warriors come out and say, oh, you can't destroy this uh, butterfly's habitat. Oh, it's bad for the environment. It's bad for the economy. And then because of a butterfly or whatever it might be, uh, a nuclear plant won't get built. And then the same people then wonder why our gas bills are high, our energy bills are high, our electric bills are high. It's because the very same people are going against the very thing that this country needs and that is more energy security and the way to do that's nuclear it really is so it does make me laugh when the climate change committee turns around and says oh, the uk has been a bit too slow good i'm glad it is because it needs to focus on baseload energy which 
if you don't want nuclear, then it's got to be oil, coal and gas. But of course, we don't want them either, supposedly. We want to have airport expansions. Well, yeah, so we should have airport expansions. Why? That might attract more tourism. That might attract more people to the country. Now, if that happens, that's more money in the government's back pockets. That's good because it takes the tax burden off you and I. Fantastic. Why wouldn't you want airport expansion? Heat pump technology. That's a difficult one because of the majority of housing that we have in the UK. The majority of housing that we have in the UK isn't designed for heat pumps without masses and masses of retrofit work taking place, which, again, on paper sounds OK. But who's funding that? Yeah, that's right. You're funding that through your tax bills that are being used inefficiently. So we've got to think about things on a, a really macro and geopolitical level. Because it's OK saying, well, we should have A, B and C, but how's it getting funded? Do you want your tax bills to go up? Probably not. Then how do you want this funding? There's got to be a bit of give and take here, a bit of a better understanding. I'm not saying you as a listener don't understand this. You are probably very educated and you probably do understand this. But the message we've got to share is that a lot of people out there don't understand this. And we're trying to help educate people to understand this, especially all these eco muppets. We need to understand more about working together to create solutions. There's no one solution fits all. I understand that. You understand that. Unfortunately, other people don't understand that. Going through this article, though, uh, again, going back to the article, the CCC described government efforts to scale up climate action as worryingly slow. Good. The slower that is, the better. It was less confident than a year ago that the UK would reach its targets for cutting carbon emissions. I'll tell you this right now, the UK is not categorically NOT, categorically not meeting net zero by 2050. I can tell you that now, not going to happen. So just forget that. The next 26 and a half years, it is not going to happen. The government did say that it was committed to its climate targets. Well, of course, it's going to say that. And again, with the right strategy in place, we can certainly work our way towards that target. That target is not being met. The committee chairman, Lord Devon, a former Conservative Environment Minister, was particularly critical of the government's policy on new coal and oil projects. He said the decision to approve the first UK coal mine, deep coal mine in 30 years in Cumbria, was total nonsense. No, it's not total nonsense, Lord Devon. Get your finger out your ass. Not nonsense at all. We need this in order to, number one, if we want to export it and generate income and revenue, great. Number two, we need it for base energy because the same eco-warriors, for some reason, don't want nuclear. That is why a new coal plant was approved. Nothing wrong with that. And it's not total nonsense like you say. If anything, your thoughts and ideologies are total nonsense. There's nothing also wrong. Uh, Lord Devon about a, a, a new plan for a major new oil field off the coast of Scotland. Again, potentially that new oil field could produce 300 million barrels of oil. Again, that would generate more oil security and more energy security for the UK. 
that's exactly what we want. That's exactly what we need. So it's not silly. The cynicism does make me laugh. And then on the contrary, uh, the Minister of State for Energy Security and Net Zero, Graham Stewart, said in his response to the report that the government has met its carbon targets, yeah, whatever, and was confident of doing so in the future. Of course, he would say that because he want the votes, but it's not going to happen. What I do like here, though, and this is what I appreciate, is he says there is no button I can press tomorrow as we and as we will be dependent on oil and gas for decades to come, even as we move to net zero, it makes sense that we should produce it here. Graham Stewart, that is probably the most sensible thing. I think I've heard something on someone out of government say for a very long period of time. So well done. I'll give you a big, massive thumbs up for that. This guy understands it. He seemingly understands it. There is no button that we can press tomorrow that is going to transform the energy security here in the UK. We need oil. We need gas. We, we need it today. We need it tomorrow. We're going to need it for a, a long period of time because we need to phase in nuclear. We need to phase in more solar and more wind. But bear in mind that nuclear is your base. Your wind and your solar are going to supplement the base energy. The base energy needs to transfer over to nuclear. That's not going to happen with a press of a button, as we've said in this episode. It's going to take time. It's going to involve us all working together. There's got to be a bit of give and take. And that is for the powers that be to be able to sort that out between themselves. What you and I can do and what we need to do is to share the message with other people is to improve the understanding. People want oil out. People want gas out. Yeah, OK, fine. That might happen, but not for a long period of time. If we're going to do that, then we need to bring nuclear in as a base energy. Problem is the people that want oil and gas out probably don't want nuclear in either. Now, if you want to pay for my electric bill, you are more than welcome to. Absolutely. If you don't want to pay for my electric bill, then come on, let's put some nuclear in. Let's get the UK's energy security up and running. So, yeah, Graham Stewart, I, I, I tip my cap to you, sir. Uh, that is probably one of the most sensible things I think I have heard for quite a while. So just in summary, just a bit of a recap. The UK is no longer a world leader on climate change. Good. I'm glad that's the case. We've got a lot of other things on our shores that we need to sort out first. Lord Devin, who is moaning about coal plants being opened and the potential for new drilling in the North Sea for oil. I don't understand where you're coming from, sir. It doesn't make sense with what you're saying. Oil and gas are going to be around for a while. We need oil and gas. If we're looking to phase it out slowly and surely, yes, we can do that. Potentially, Graham Stewart has the answer quite candidly. I don't have a magic button for this now. No one has a magic button for this now. But we need to improve the understanding. Bring nuclear in its base energy. Oil and gas we're going to need. It, it is one of those things. But if you want to start slowly phasing that out, then that's fine. The net zero targets we've set ourselves, they're not going to be achieved. Let's stop trying to work our way towards it. It's not going to happen. But little by little, we can all get there. And even I hold my hands up and I agree we can do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, helping me, uh, listening to me rant about this. But this is very important for all things moving forward. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
thank you like the channel if you haven't already done so and press that notification bell to get more videos if you listen to this on the podcast please do share this podcast with as many people as humanly possible and it really helps us it helps the podcast it helps get the message out there as well which is very important at the moment especially in all this time of extreme nonsense see you in the next video thanks for listening to property nomads in order to find out what we get up to outside of the podcast please do go and subscribe to our newsletter at tpnpodcast.com that's tpnpodcast.com scroll down on the main page join the tpn newsletter it only comes out once a month you'll also get a free gift for joining the mailing list as well and you will then have access to other things that we offer outside of the podcast so once again head over to tpnpodcast.com mm-hmm.